Welcome to it. Now, uh, you recall last week that we spoke quite at length about the chaos around the lapsing of the disability grants. And, uh, uh, you know, things just escalated as we saw more and more people queuing outside the Salsa offices. Social media, of course, was a buzz with no social distancing inside, masks, etc. You know, um, we know of people that literally slept outside the Balbo office. And you can just imagine the dangers associated with that, especially, you know, those posts to women. Now, Social Development Minister Lindiwi Zulu, she visited some branches in Cape Town where the bulk of the delays were at the moment, or at least at the moment, you know, where they were trying to just suss out certain things. Now, online we have Huda Faker Abrams, Black Sash National Advocacy Manager, to sort of talk to us about what the situation is, um, um, you know, at this point in time, what it's like, and, uh, you know, and if there's any um, stories that we need to be aware of, etc. So, uh, Huda, Asalaamu Alaikum, Shukran so much for joining us on Breakfast 91.3. In the situation at present, can you comment on that? And then also, are you receiving reports of what's happening on the ground? Because uh, uh, what we are seeing is quite horrifying. Walaikum salam and shukran for having me. Um, the situation you've explained is exactly in terms of reports coming through to our helpline and national offices where beneficiaries are struggling to reapply for their grants and get access uh, to the SASA offices, as you've just explained. Mm. So so the challenge is, as we can saw with, with strong condemnation from the side of Black Sash in terms of what happened at the Belleville office, where police had to be called in uh, to um, enforce social distancing, which is unacceptable when people are desperate and hungry and trying to get uh, access to reapply, which was the call by SASA and the department themselves to say that they needed to go to SASA offices. Yeah. Now let's look at the Western Cape, you know, Is it just significant? Why does the Western Cape have such a huge number of temporary disability grants that that, that have expired compared to other provinces? Well, I can't say. I think, I mean, the call for, for the lapse grants from February was, was a national call, and it appears that 60% of those grants are for the Western Cape. Mm. In terms of reasons for that, it's, it's difficult to, to explain at this stage. But surely this is also an indictment on Sasa, if you think about it, as they had ample time also to ensure proper measures are put in place, you know, um, uh, for, for, for when these grants, um, you know, have lapsed or have ceased. Uh, why oh, is yes, this? definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And in terms of the fact that they had service centers before the pandemic, which was suspended um, subsequent to March, but they know they put no measures in place. And although Minister um, of Social Development spoke about a, a transformation of the landscape, they had ample time to do that. So this is really um, their fault that this, that this crisis is happening at the moment. Would you say one of the things that contributed to this, you know, for, for them having to take responsibility amongst the many other reasons, you know, uh, was because they failed to communicate a clear, a clear procedure, basically, for how the medical assessment backlog should be dealt with. Because if you think about it, there was also a report that said that when the lockdown happened in March 2020, already then those new applications weren't processed. So they should have had a clear indication that they were going to run into, well, into how basically um, with, with the numbers on the increase. Yes, that's correct. I mean, that was exactly what they had, um, should have anticipated. They did speak about employing more doctors and um, ensuring that there are medical assessments. But I mean, considering that the medical assessments have to be done by doctors employed by the state and knowing that the challenge with the 
the state being prioritized was COVID, they had to think of a plan B by employing more doctors and making sure these are medical assessments can be done, or maybe in another way, relax the, 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 the criteria. Now, let's look at the 350 grant, you know, a lot of people might look at it and say that it's, it's not, a, it's not a, enough, others might say it's just too much per person, but the 350 COVID-19 social um, relief distress grant, right, it comes at an end um, also now at January. So as we can see that everything is just on the increase and things are just lapsing and people are just quiet about it, there's just no clear indication where it is that they need to do. Here's another one coming up at the end of Jan. Yes, and, and, and our government needs to prioritize its people. I mean, the end of the caregiver grant in October, which was really a relief for, for those who, who are also between that cohort of 18 to 59 but can't qualify for that. It has been a challenge, and Black Sash has been calling for the reinstatement of the caregiver's grant of 500 rand per month, as well as an extension of the COVID SRD grant, because it's a discrimination based on age, um, gender, and poverty by, by not prioritizing this cohort of people. Mm. Let's look also in, 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 most, uh, in the most recent press statements that Sasson notes that there's also no funding to cover the cost of the 1.2 billion rand to extend this lapsed disability grant until the end of March 2021. We know and a lot of people are asking, so where is the 500 billion rand everybody was talking about, including the president? Why do you believe that Sasson has the capability of, this, of extending these grants then if they are coming out saying that they don't have money? Well, in terms of the extension of the temporary disability grant, the budget allocation for the temporary disability grant has not been spent as yet. And so we believe that uh, funding could be found for this for this uh, extension for at least three months. In terms of the other grants, we believe that there is a lack of political will to prioritize it from a humanitarian perspective. And by reprioritizing the budget, funds can be found to be able to extend these grants. Otherwise, people are going to be dying of hunger with our food insecurity that we have. And there is no light at the end of this tunnel immediately in terms of people finding jobs and being able to sustain themselves. So there is a constitutional obligation on the state to provide social assistance for those who cannot uh, support themselves at the moment. Mm. What is uh, Black Sash's core demands to remedy this crisis as a, as a, as, as a matter of urgency, actually? Well, the, the, the most important is, is to extend the temporary disability grants. But as we've now discussed, the caregiver grant and the SRD grant, we urgently call for that also to be extended. Uh, we also want to ensure that in terms of the temporary re, uh, disability grants, that SASA has systems in place to ensure that medical assessments can be done and they are allocated times for the intake of these reapplications as well. And also to make sure that medical assessments done are done quickly and safely so that uh, the applicants who are applying are not exposed to being vulnerable and contracting the virus. We also urge government to establish a task team um, consisting of government officials and civil society to assist SASA in resolving this crisis. Mm. Let's leave it at that. Huda Faika Abrams, Black Sash National Advocacy Manager. Shukran for your